You're listening to the Namaste Babe podcast, a high vibe hangout for the spiritually woke woman ready to make quantum leaps in her life, business, and bank account. I'm your host, Kiki Yura, and I refuse to play by the rules. I'm an X9 to Fiverr turned spiritual life and business coach, master NLP practitioner, and founder of the Namaste Babe brand. I'm here to lead you into your divinity so you can manifest a life and business you are wildly obsessed with. Each week, you can expect episodes from myself and guest experts who are leaders in their field. The episodes are dedicated to your expansion on all things mindset, money, and manifestation. It is my intention that these episodes help you raise your vibration, tune into your truth, and step into a life you fucking love. Are you ready? Let's slay. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode because I have had a lot of you guys um, sending me messages about the 11 ways to slay your day episode. And I just kind of got this like beautiful download one morning that um, I should do a travel edition. So here we are. First, I have to apologize because I have spent the last 72 hours uh, doing podcast interviews, client calls, breakthrough days, VIP days. So I uh, am starting to lose my voice a little bit. So if you guys can just bear with me, it's a little more raspy than usual. Um, But let's get into this episode. I wanted to give you guys so many of you are aspiring digital nomads or avid travel lovers. I know that I attract in my people. So I wanted to give you guys 11 ways to slay your travel. And the very first thing, for the love of God, don't overpack, especially if you are going to be traveling for an extended period of time. I am super, super guilty of overpacking when it comes to like a week-long, a two-week-long vacation. But when it comes to traveling, oh my God, I can pack my life into two small bags. Um, I really enjoy being able to travel with a backpack. So I have two backpacks. I have like a backpacker's backpack. And then I just have a regular kind of like school backpack that I have fit pretty much my entire life into. (laughs) But some of the things, even with the compactness of this, um, I have still managed to overpack a couple things. Some of those things being extra jewelry that like I hardly ever wear, but you know, your girl wanted options. <laughs> I packed a curling iron, which I actually put out a post on Facebook asking people if I was being too much of a diva by, <laughs> by um, wanting to pack a curling iron. And here's the thing. I think I have used it once. I am now at week five of my travels. I have used it once. And while it was awesome using it that one time... <laughs> What I didn't realize is that my hair, um, it goes super, super wavy in this humidity down here that it does not do in the summer back home in Toronto. So um, if you are someone who has, you know, kind of like fine hair 
Just trust that it's going to go wavy in heat if you're ever in Central or South America. Other things that I kind of packed that I haven't really needed, it's just kind of been taking up extra space. I've used it once or twice as like my jean jacket. Um, as someone who was traveling to hostels, I used, I brought a pillowcase with me because <laughs> that's like one of those weird things that's just nice to have from home. Uh, I really just enjoy being able to put a pillowcase on and putting my face on something that I know is from my home and not a hostel. But I've only actually used it maybe in two of the four or five hostels that I've been in. So not that it takes up a lot of space, but it wasn't really necessary, but it was one of those things where I was just like, oh, that'll be nice to have. And then of course, like extra toiletries and things like that, that I haven't really used too much. I'm trying to think of examples that are in my case right now, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So don't overpack. If you are going on an extended, uh, travel journey. <laughs> Words are hard this morning. Um, make sure that you don't overpack things. You want to want to remember, especially if you're backpacking, that you have to lug all of this shit with you. Um, one of the biggest things that has been a pain in my butt is carrying around my NLP manual. <laughs> so it's made me realize very quickly that I want to take the majority of the techniques that I use and get rid of the extra like 300 pages that I've been carrying around because this, this manual is 200 or sorry, 500 pages. Um, it is a big, thick textbook. So I'm going to streamline that process when I get home for sure so that I have that prepared for my next journey. Number two, pack versatile clothing. Versatile, versatile, same, same. Pack pieces that can mix and mingle with other pieces. While you may get tired of wearing the same thing, it's wonderful to have something that is like one piece that works well for like four different outfits. Um, especially if you are taking lots of photos, AKA myself to put on social media. I want clothing that is really, really versatile so that I can, um, pack light and still feel like I have options. So I do have a lot of good pieces in my wardrobe that I have pulled so that I'm like, Oh, I can wear this with this and with this, or, you know, multiple things. So pack versatile clothing. Number three, and this is a pro tip if you have never uh, done this before. I feel like it's, it's a common thing nowadays, but roll your clothes. I cannot tell you, I learned this when I was 19. When I was touring with the Stones, my roommate, shout out Marika, uh, she actually taught me to roll my clothes. And this has been the greatest one of the greatest pro travel tips I have ever been given in my life. Um, things are more compact when you roll them. You create more space in your luggage. And I don't know why. <laughs> I'm sure this is not a thing. But I have always felt like things feel lighter. Why? I don't know. But definitely roll your clothes. Number four, 
And this is something I have yet to adopt, but I have seen it on my travels and it is definitely going to be a thing the next time I go traveling, is to get packing cubes. I have seen a bunch of travelers having these recently and oh my goodness, it is so wonderful for organization. I feel with like, I specifically got a pack that opens at the top, on the front and at the bottom so that things are very accessible. However, when you have packing cubes, it makes everything like that much more streamlined because you can put your pants all in one cube. You can put all of your shirts in one cube. You can put your dirty underwear and all of that kind of stuff in one cube too. And so you know where everything is when you're looking for it, which saves so much time because not only can you find things when you need them, you don't have to like pull everything out of your bag and then have to re-roll it later. So get packing cubes. Number five, please remember the essentials, okay? Things like earplugs. Not only do they go far on your plane, uh, they go very far in hostels. Um, I really enjoy bringing sleep masks with me too. Uh, and by masks, I mean a mask. Uh, things from home that you might not be able to find abroad. So for me, <laughs> this includes a mini bottle of Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> I love trying new spices, sauces, things like that. However, I find that my my taste, my palate likes just a certain amount of spice and Frank's is the jam. So I also make sure when I go to uh, Starbucks, if I visit a new place, I always take a couple extra stevia with me because I find that a lot of places haven't yet adopted the stevia practice. <laughs> So this is just like very small princess things that I like to have with me. Like, you know, the pillowcase, right? Um, I find that a mini bottle of Frank's Red Hot or uh, Starbucks Stevia is obviously like super compact and it can be thrown in a purse. And it's really nice just to like, I don't, I drink maybe two to three cups of coffee a day, uh, depending on the day. And so it's really nice, especially if you're out ordering at a cafe and they don't have, you know, the sweetness that you like for your, for your coffee, especially as like a health thing too. Stevia is more natural than regular refined sugar. So those are some of my essentials. I'm sure I would love to hear what your essentials are. Make sure that you screenshot this, tag me, like what can you not leave home without? The other thing that I was going to say is also bring a microfiber towel. I will not forget <laughs> when I came home from uh, buying my pack, my parents a couple years ago bought me my pack for my birthday. And on top of that, I bought a microfiber towel <laughs> and I paid my mom for the towel, but they bought my pack for me. I paid my mom for the towel, but I won't forget my dad looking at the receipt and saying, who the fuck needs a $50 towel? But let me tell you guys, not only are they super compact, they dry 
so quickly. So make sure that you get yourself a microfiber towel, despite the fact that they might be $50, they are such a wonderful investment. Okay, number six, do not book more than two nights in a hostel when you arrive in a new place. I have made the mistake of booking seven nights in a place that looked really great online, and then when I got there, either didn't have what it advertised, the vibe wasn't right, there was like way better options elsewhere, and when you're traveling as um, you know a backpacker, you meet so many people along the way that will give you their suggestions as well. So I never spend more than one or two nights in a hostel unless it's like about to book out, and then I book you know two or three. Uh, it's a really great option for keeping your options open. So uh, another tip number seven is to find hostels with free breakfast. Finding a place that has breakfast included, or maybe you're at a B&B or whatever it might be, but if you can find places that have simple luxuries like this, you're actually going to save a lot of money as well. So try to find a hostel Uh, with free breakfast, which leads me into my next point, number eight, cook when you can. Again, it's a money-saving thing. So try to find hostels that have kitchens. Uh, I spent my first five weeks almost without cooking a single meal for myself. So I really strongly suggest uh, finding places with kitchens or you know, spending a week in a place that is maybe a little bit out of your budget, but when you, not out of your budget, but just like a little bit of a stretch because you will actually end up saving money when you have a kitchen because you can just go and buy food. And a lot of the places that you travel, you're probably traveling there because it's not as expensive as going um, to bougie, you know, places like Hawaii or the Maldives or, you know, certain places in Europe like London. Um, so you'll really save money by cooking for yourself. And then number nine, this has been a life saver for me, which has been to download Google Translate. So a lot of the times you're traveling, you're going to places where you don't speak the language. I have learned a lot, uh, with Google Translate. The one thing I will say is that it does not pick up on nuances or uh, slang or (laughs) anything like that. So you have to be really careful with it. But what I do on top of that, a lot of people have been like, oh, well, you know, I've downloaded the app, but I don't have Wi-Fi or I don't have data where I'm traveling. So make sure that you can, like the one thing that I love about this app is that you can actually go and download the specific language so that you can use it offline. And what I particularly love about Google Translate is that there's so many options for communication. So not only can you just type something in, but you can speak something. You can also take a photo of signage, of menus, of books, you know, all of these things. There's a camera so that you can actually automatically translate things as you're reading them which is amazing. Number 10, do not let your self-care fall to the wayside. I honestly, for the first 
four weeks, I think I worked out four times. And now in the past four days, I've worked out like three times. So (laughs) self-care is so imperative for so many reasons. You want to be able to keep up your energy, right? You want to make sure that um, you're taking care of yourself so that you can take care of other people. Like maybe you're traveling in a group. You don't want to be that negative Nancy that is in a mood because she hasn't worked out in five days or she hasn't eaten properly or whatever the case may be. You have to always put yourself first so that you can bring your best self to the table. And that's another thing. You're going to be meeting so many people when you travel that you want to give off a good first impression. You want to make genuine connections. And that comes with filling your cup first and putting yourself at the top of your priority list. And then that way you'll have more energy. And I don't just mean self-care in terms of working out. I mean eating well. I mean not drinking too much. This has been like a huge lesson for me. I felt like I was in vacation mode for the first four weeks. So just really finding that good balance, especially if you are on a prolonged trip. Uh, But also on top of that, meditation, journaling, you know, all of the things that you do at home, really try to instill that. Maybe it looks a little bit different. Maybe it's not an hour long. Maybe it's 20 minutes just to set your mind up right for the day. And then number 11, do not over plan and remain flexible. Things are going to happen. Like I mentioned, you're going to meet so many people. Things are going to happen. And if you have your itinerary planned to the minute, you're going to be really upset if there's something that you feel like you're missing out on. So really do not over plan. Don't overextend yourself. Um, If you're working within a budget, great, but just allow for there to be flexibility. So if there is a tour that you want to go on or if there is something that you want to do, maybe there is, um, for myself, it was planning a weekend trip to go to uh, this five-star hostel that I stayed at. And it was literally like an X five-star luxury resort converted into a hostel. And it was on Hostel World's top 20 places for 2020, which was so cool. So Remain flexible and open to new opportunities, new plans coming into your realm because that is the best way to travel. Being able to say, oh, that sounds exciting and then just going and doing it. And then finally, always, (laughs) this is like a bonus tip, uh, always remember to close your bags fully when you are in warm climates to avoid surprise attacks and or unwanted hitchhikers, (laughs) aka when you wake up at 4.30 in the morning and have a cucaracha crawling on your bag. (laughs) Luckily, I did have my bag closed, but I really wanted to put that extra tip in there for you guys because so many of us, you know, you get to a place, you get comfortable. Um, Even when I do unpack my bags, I always make sure that I close them and seal them so that I don't have any unwanted surprises (laughs) when I go to repack. So what I would love to know from you guys is what some of your best travel tips are, what those luxuries are that you like to travel with. Make sure to screenshot this episode, put a little thing in your stories. Let me know what you guys are loving um, about travel and, you know, maybe you are a digital nomad. What's your favorite part about that? Next week, I'm actually going to have on 
Brooke Allison Wandling, who is a, I called her an ex-digital nomad on the episode that we just recorded, but she is actually still considering herself a, a nomad, which I absolutely love. It just looks a little bit different for her now. She spent six months uh, traveling last year, and I am so excited to bring you her story next week. We jam out on all things about the digital nomad life, what we like, what we don't like, and I know that you guys are absolutely going to love this episode. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please spread all those good vibes by leaving a five-star review as well as screenshotting this episode and tagging at Namaste Babe over in your stories on Instagram. With love and light, the fiercest fuck goddess in me recognizes and honors the fiercest fuck goddess in you. And until next time, Namaste.